Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Elise Santos da Silva. Elise is an Austrian pole dancer and the founder of Bekaya Lieblingspiece, the exclusive pole wear brand for a stunning look, and she adores spending time with her two daughters. Elise, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm honored, privileged, lucky, and very curious to know more about you and to explore your personality. So I'll begin with this nice first question. Elise, if the people who know you best could describe who you are and your personality, what would they say about you? Um, I think they would say, um, I'm a loving mom, warm-hearted, I'm doing everything for my kids, but at the same time determined and kind of stubborn because when I imagine something, I try until it works. There's no giving up for me. I'm a very open-minded person and a bit crazy too, I would say. That's great. And I'll begin, which is something very important and we don't discuss much on this podcast because uh, not enough moms are already interviewed. I look forward to do more. To you, what is your perspective on the best way to raise your daughters? Is there something that you try to do so that you increase their confidence or make them more brave in this world? Or what is to you the right approach or maybe an inspiration from Paul Dance that makes you the best mom you can be? Oh, that that's a good question because like I'm I'm a single mom, so I'm trying my best to to raise up my daughters in, in the best possible way. And the older one, she's in difficult age right now she, because she's a teenager, so it's even harder. But I'm trying my best to, to give them enough self-confidence, to be open-minded, to think about the future and, and what they want to have in life and what they want to reach and support them as much as I can. Like both are doing sports. One is is a dancer, and the other one she's a cheerleader. So I'm supporting their in their activities and driving to all the the competitions and yeah, be there for them. Doesn't matter what, doesn't matter when. Whenever they need me, I'm trying to to help them. I love that attitude. I agree with it one hundred percent. And you spoke about yourself being stubborn, that when you have a goal or something, you keep on trying again and again and again until you make it happen. What motivates you to not give up? 
what keeps you stubborn? Is it you're born that way? Is it something else? Maybe it can inspire your daughters and other women when you explain it so that they find their stubbornness in order to reach all their goals. Yeah, I think it's 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 piece of my character, but um, I have learned that it's not an option to give up because sometimes you need to fight for something till you reach goals. So it's it's always important to focus on on what's important for yourself and what you want to reach, and then you have to do just everything you can to do to reach this goal, because sometimes there is no possibility for giving up. And I think that's that's what really important to think of what you want, to focus, and then just do it. Excellent advice. I couldn't agree more. And I noticed you mentioned your one of your daughters is a cheerleader and you're interested in pole dance. Why did you fall in love with pole dance? Why not cheerleading or anything else? What is special about it? And how does it help you grow as a person? <laughs> a good question. Now, I was, I was dancing since I was a child and I always wanted to try pole dance, but I never had the chance to. And then I split up with my ex-husband and I thought, this is the right moment, now I start. And since then, I never stopped. It's just when you fall in love with it, you, you just keep on doing it. And that's what I'm still doing. And yeah, my little one, she's into cheerleading, but she's all, sometimes she's training with me too. So she's, she also loves the tricks on the pole. And it, it's good to, to have her, to have an activity together with her too. That's great. And I'm asking also another thing because there is a bit of a stereotype that Austrian people don't show much emotions, are not so caliente like Latinos which you'd expect someone to choose pole dance to be more fiery and spicy. Is this true? Is it a stereotype? Or are you born in Austria, but you have Latina heart and vibes? Or how does it work for you? Yeah, I think I have the Latina part and vibes. <laughs> um, you also see my, my last name is Santos da Silva. So my ex-husband was Brazilian. Um, I have a lot of friends from South America and, and Latinos. Um, but in general, I wouldn't say like Austrians are with not that much emotion. And I know a lot of Poland is also here in Austria. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I have the Latin vibes. <laughs> Thank you. And if so, are you still living in Austria or in a time where you could live anywhere in the world? Why not, for example, go to some place where it's the center of the pole dance in the world or somewhere where you can be near the beach in a warm weather? Or what was your decision? Why stay in Austria while do things that are maybe more successful in different places? The main reason why, I, why I'm still here in Austria are my children. Because honestly, like the education here is much better in other countries. I was traveling in, in a lot of places all over the world. And I've seen, I've seen Brazil. I've been to Dominican Republic, um, to the USA. And comparing to those countries, I think Australia is a great place to raise children. So that's why I'm still here. But honestly, the favorite place I would love to live is Ibiza. 
it's it's my how can I say I love this island it's my place to live to be so who knows maybe one day I'm one day I'm I will live there I love that I can imagine you in Ibiza maybe putting a pole on the beach or somewhere really cool and filming some of your moves and to ask you as well, because I believe everything we do is challenging and it's a journey of growth, of discovering new things about who we are. For you, when it comes to pole dance, how is the progression? Let's say there are girls who never tried pole dance and they want to try it. Some things they think, oh my God, that looks impossible. I'll never do it. Some things they say, oh, it looks so easy, but maybe it's not. What are the realistic expectations? And what are some things maybe you thought are difficult that you found easy and things you thought would be simple that you struggled with? Um, I think the most important thing when it comes to Poland is to be patient. That's not so much my strength, but I'm still trying um, because it takes a lot of, lot of time and a lot of training to do all the difficult tricks and moves. And I'm doing Poland now for over eight years and I still can't do a lot of things. So I'm training a lot. I'm training with really good, good teachers from all over the world. Um, some some of them are world champions. Some of them, they, they are just amazing. So I'm still trying. I'm still learning. But it's it's not just the, the sport by itself, but it's the community. You meet so many people from all over the world, and the community is so so, so supporting. There, there's I gain a lot of friends out of uh, the Poland community, and it's just a special. How can I say? It's not a hobby. It's there's a point when you just fall in love with it. I love that. Tell me more though, because some people in this world sometimes feel they're isolated. They're not growing in the right place. So, for example, if they join a community like the pole dance community, what is special about it? Even more, do you have some details, some stories, or some description? What makes it such a warm and welcoming community? And how different is it to any other community like before when you are in Brazil and you expect people to be even friendly, even your neighbors and all that, or anything similar? Now, I have a story to that because um, I was at a pole camp in Turkey, an amazing pole camp, and I met this girl. And first, we didn't talk that much, but then we we were stretching together. And since then, since then, we started to talk. And after the pole camp, we still talked and and had chats. She is living in uh, New York. You had her on your on her uh, on your podcast, and now we are still talking. We are sometimes training together. Uh, on online we are booking the same classes it's it's just nice and she's supporting me when when i'm struggling with something she gives me advices now we we have a lot of friends together also from the poland community and yeah the, i think that's something special you don't have this in every sport there are not so many people around there they are so helping and and try to make you work it so that's that's a special thing about Poland. And yeah, I've been to a lot of places and Brazil is people there are friendly. They have most of them have nothing. So when you are there you see really poorness. Um but they are living a happy life. 
and they're one of the most friendly people I've ever met. So I also have a lot of friends there. And I think, but they're also, as you said before, they have the Latin blood, they are dancing. So I think it's kind of, when you when you're into a dancing community, then it's easy to make friends and to meet friendly people. Thank you. I appreciate everything you're sharing and I understand the power of community and that's why in this podcast in many ways it's both women inspiring each other and building a community of women that can see each other in a way where they can keep in touch, connect and build a better future and a better world and transform this life into much much better. And you as the mother of two daughters i'm curious about something when you look at this world and the wars and the global warming and all those negativity what do you think about the future of this life for your daughters is there something you worry about or do you believe that there are communities in this world that will save the day and will change the future or how do you deal with that because as a mother sometimes you might think oh my god the previous generations are not leaving the world a better place for the next generations yeah i think times are changing a lot and there are a lot of things to worry about about um the the nature and about wars so i think it's not not the best time for the next generation but they have another um how can i say they have another view on things so they are really trying to change something so that's why i'm also trying to to teach my children that when they want to change something they need to kind of fight for it so especially sustainability and and the nature are important for me as well that's why with my brand everything is sustainable all the packaging even the the labels of my power they are made of seed paper, so when you plant them, they, they grow flowers. I think also we as parents are responsible for for making changes, for trying to to change something in the world to make better lives for our children. Thank you so much for this. And okay, you mentioned your brand, which is a beautiful segue. So I have many questions about that. First. What was your inspiration for the lovely pieces of pole wear that you are creating? Where does it come from? And why did you feel it was a positive and interesting addition to the community? The story behind that is not so, how can I say, it's a bit of a sad story in the beginning because the reason why I started Bikaya Pole Wear was um, my boss uh, told me that he can't afford my position anymore. And that was shortly before Christmas. And so he kicked me out. And then after two weeks of shock, I thought, okay, what can I do with my life? What, what would I love to do? And since I was a teenager, I always loved to design clothes. So I'm not able to do anything, but I've got a friend and she's amazing in, in creating and sewing. So the idea for, for pole wear came up because when I started pole dance, there was a lot of pole wear, but I never felt that comfortable in it. And it was always like, okay, it's not really working with this kind of clothes because there's too much fabric on, on the wrong place. So I decided to design my own pole wear and she was helping me a lot with the first designs. 
And then I was searching for a manufacturing company. The corona came. It took me a long, long time to find the perfect cut. But I think now I've got it. And you can see them in the online shop. Um, and that's one I give back also to pole dancers because I think it's really important, especially in the beginning, to have the right power because you need there, there's a reason for not having that much fabric because you need much grip on the pole so that you don't fall down and that you don't get hurt. So that's one. That's what I want to give the pole girls around the world: a good-looking and perfect fit for pole dancing power. That sounds wonderful. And I understand your story of you being laid off and then finding that inspiration to start Bekaya. And so to ask you even more, as a female entrepreneur, how is that lifestyle? Many women want to start a business, but they don't have entrepreneurship experiences. Can you share some of the challenges, the realities of being a girl boss, and maybe some of the difficulties and also some of the happiness of having your own brand and being a female entrepreneur? Honestly, it's hard. It's really, really hard. Um, and beside um, my, my power and the online shop, I'm still working. So I'm working as a marketing manager. I'm working as a marketing manager now for, I think, 15 years. So all the experience I got from this and, and I also needed it for building my own online shop because I had to do a lot of, of it by myself because in the beginning you need a lot of money and it's not easy. So sometimes I had about four jobs just to can afford everything and it's still not easy. Now the online shop is online, but um, you need to focus on so many things and it's like setting setting up a brand, it's it's really hard work. That's not nothing comes from from just sitting and looking on on other Instagram stories and waiting for people to follow you. So you need a lot of time. You need money for for all of this, and you need to to keep doing it. Also, when when it knocks you down, just stand up and keep on doing it. That's what what I can admit to other people who want to start a business. 100%. And I have this question, which it also happens that some girls and women, when they get their heart broken, they close themselves to love and really try to avoid it. And in your situation, of course, it was difficult. You were with someone and now you're a single mom raising two daughters. Did this make you close yourself maybe to love and only focus on pole dance as your forever lover? Or what did you do in order maybe to keep yourself open-minded and think that not all people are similar to uh, any specific person and what happened in the past doesn't mean it will happen again? Yeah, as I said in, in the beginning, I'm a really open-minded person and just when one thing doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that, that when there comes another partner or another person into your life, it doesn't work out with this person. So I'm still waiting for the right, right one and I'm still open to a new relationship or to meet new people in my life. I think, and I think that's really important because just when, when you're, yeah, okay, in the beginning you can be frustrated, you can be sad, you can be whatever, but 
there should come a point when you close the book and just start again from new. Thank you. I agree 100%. And to finish this with a positive note as well, is there any advice or any thoughts that you have for women in this world so that they will find more of their confidence, go out of their comfort zone, follow their dreams, even if they fall again and again and again? Maybe some thoughts or lessons from your experience that can inspire more women to live their potential and go for their big dreams. Yeah, you need to love yourself. No one's perfect. I'm not perfect too, but you need to love yourself. Then you can be the self-confident and also show it to other people and they will realize it. 100% Elise, thank you so much for sharing your voice, your perspective, your experiences. I'm grateful and I appreciate it very, very much. I wish you all the success, all the best things in this world and always keep going and I wish your daughters the same. Thank you so much and thanks for having me in your podcast. Mm-hmm.